Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey there, welcome to another exciting episode of Two Guys, One Crypt. I'm your host, JB, here with my fabulous co-host, Mr. Chuck Nasty. How's it going, bud? I like the fact that you think I'm fabulous. I, yeah, yeah. I guess that's probably something better used to describe Jackie Poo, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, look at this. We're yes, already getting much. comments, man. <laughs> David, how's it going, man? The thing about B-movies is that they are a failure at the box office, but they become a hit once they are released on video. Of oh, course, yeah. Dave with his fucking facts all the time, dude. Ah, I, I absolutely love him in the fucking chats, dude. It's great. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 So anyways, man, how, how's your week been going? Uh, Not too bad. Not yeah. too bad. Had a good band practice. Been working on some new shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, Any new releases coming out soon? uh hopefully in the next couple of months we're finishing up um our sequel to our release bitterroot it's called harbinger and uh we're hoping that we get everything we got one more big song to record and a couple of little filler parts and then hopefully we'll have that one out uh on digital release and cassette uh soon <laughs> nice nice uh, do you sell a lot of cassettes i just have to ask that like you how know, many people out there like realistically using like a cassette player like i i don't man i remember my old sony walkman oh dude i i i wish i still had mine man i used to wear like i wear that shit to school on the bus you know just ignore everybody oh, yeah. yeah uh and uh yeah actually you'll be surprised uh people i we've sold a decent amount of cassettes um i collect cassettes um i don't know if it's just because i find that it's cheaper than trying to collect bottle over again or whatever but yeah uh it seems to be a thing that the people still get into so interesting and it's, so, a, and it's, a, it's different from just the regular just have a cd it's like maybe it makes it more of a collectible it doesn't yeah. that make sense 
I yeah. guess so. Yeah, yeah. I know I have some somewhere. I just don't remember where. I know I have like a bunch of Cure ones and some David Bowie. But oh, I I, I got I uh, when I decided to to start building up my collection again. It was a few months back, and uh, I got uh, uh, Anal Cunts, uh, more forty more reasons to hate us, uh, which has Phil and Zelmo from uh, Pantera on it. Um, I got a bunch of different albums like Meatloaf and stuff, and Fleetwood Mac, and my mom <laughs> my mom gave me. My mom gave me her all her cassettes. You see you jamming was, out to a bunch of meatloaf. Well, like my, my stepdad gave me a bunch of his old cassettes. My mom gave me a bunch of her old cassettes. And his was like, you know, it had some rat in it and some other like rock shit, metal stuff, and some southern rock. And then my mom gives me uh, gives me hers. And then the last cassette that I grabbed out of the bag was Barbara Streisand. I was like, Mom, and you still why have would it you? I still have it. I still have it. <laughs> so. Anyways, man, I think that's enough about us. Let's that's go ahead and introduce. That's a good opener. It, it is. It is. It, but, you know, realistically, who the fuck is here to talk about us? Like, nobody wants to listen to that shit. We have I mean, nothing fun going on, at least in comparison to our guest this week, Mr. Steve Merlot. How's hey, it hey. going, Steve? Just wonderful. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing great, man. It's uh, quite a pleasure to have you on, dude. I'm... uh. Definitely. Becoming quite a big fan of your work after seeing a lot of these trailers and these teasers that you're putting out. It's um, I, I I'm very excited, dude, and I, I can't wait excited. to hear if you have anything cool to uh, tell us about with it. Well, it's a uh, we're making a feature length Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan film called The Sawyer Massacre. Uh, yeah, we just started an Indiegogo campaign this week so that we can get it filmed down in Texas. We did another Indiegogo campaign back in uh, September and October. Uh, did fairly well, but not enough to get us to Texas. So this one's about getting us uh, the necessary funds to get to Texas. So we put a brand new teaser together uh, and we actually filmed a good portion of it in Texas just to make sure that people knew that this is the cast that we're going with and, and you know, make sure just to solidify that we really want to shoot this, this movie in Texas because it should be. It's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre film, right? Right, right, exactly. I, I, hundred percent agree with you, man. And, uh, I appreciate that. You have no I'm idea how in, bad I've been holding back wanting to hear about this, uh, this new discovery that you made that you discussed on your last YouTube video. Oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, the, the new location. I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I'm really, really, really curious about it. Oh man, I just, I, I, I hope it goes through. We found this really awesome location in Austin, in Austin uh that my location scout down there she sent me some not very good pictures of it mind you but it was from her car and stuff like that but uh i saw it and i was like that's the house it's that it has you know the house has to be better than the one that we have in the trailer i won't settle for something less than that and the house that we have in the trailer is pretty cool right i think i don't know what you guys it, think, it is. i think it's a pretty gruesome looking house it so is. i do a, have a question about it though i yeah? do have one question yes um <clears throat> Who put the brand new screen door on that house? <laughs> it looks like there's like a brand new door on it, doesn't it? It's not brand new, but it's definitely not uh it's definitely not from when the house was built because that house was I think they told me it was built in uh the late late 1800s and that screen door is probably put on in the 60s, maybe 70s. Right, right. You so, can definitely see the difference. I, yeah. I love it though. I think it kind of gives it character. Um Yeah, definitely, yeah. 
We got Dr. Jed chiming in. Love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Awesome. He says, greetings from the swamp. I refuse to convert to digital. I love physical CDs and DVDs. Awesome. I, I'm, I'm with you on a lot of that physical media, too. Same. I, um, yeah. It was just the cassettes that kind of threw me off because like usually it's vinyl or CDs or something like that. Chuck's like, no, man, we're, we're going cassettes <laughs> on this. I'm, I'm, I'm VHS and cassettes, that. brother. <laughs> hey, we have a VHS available on our Indiegogo, too. <laughs> right cool nice and uh dr dress says link the teaser please um actually if you stay tuned here on the second half of the show after we get done discussing the movie we will actually be airing the teaser here as well oh, so uh be pretty cool and um i'm not sure i didn't ask steve about it but you know i maybe he'll be open to answering questions if anybody have any definitely that's what i'm awesome. here for Awesome. I can't spoil the film, though. <laughs> oh, I, I, right, I wouldn't expect you to. And we got Jack chiming in. 2G1C plus Tales from the Podcast equals number one Friday Night Live podcast on the planet. Um, well, I'll talk about shameless self-promotion there. But... Hi, Jack. Hey, man. Literally, hi, Jack. <laughs> Dave, hey, Steve. The title of your upcoming fan film sounds like the Leatherface meets Mark Twain meets the name Sawyer. Sounds a lot like Tom Sawyer. Ah, I see what you're saying. Well, I didn't come up with the name Sawyer. That was uh, that came from the the second movie in the series, right? Uh, yes, that was I so. Chainsaw Massacre Two. They actually yep. named the family the Sawyers. It, and quite honestly, if it's up to me, I want to keep them nameless. But <laughs> I like the idea that there's a lot of ambiguity in the original. Um, Sawyer family. Yeah, I like uh, the name. I think the ode to the you know the you know the original series is fucking amazing. And it's got the word saw in it. That was, you know, so you get saw, Sawyer saw is, saw is in there. So it kind of has that, right. you know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it is a, it's, a, it's a good name. But again, me, I like ambiguity. I was originally titling it something different. Mind you, that was before we, before I had fully made the decision to make it a fan film. I was almost trying to make it something on its own. And then we... Then I spoke to John Dugan, who who you might know as the original grandpa from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I spoke with him and asked him if he would do the voiceover cameo to play grandpa in our trailer the first time. And, and he said yes. So I was like, maybe I need to make this a, an actual Texas Chainsaw. Because he was just listed as the old man. He's the voice of the old. The character was just called old man. If that's not the right encouragement, I don't know what is. Yeah, there's not much better you can do than that, right? You know, so since oh, yeah. uh, you got John Dugan's voice in in the trailer, it just it just made sense to actually make it a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And our teaser is the the first time you're ever going to hear John Dugan actually provide a voice for Grandpa. So that's pretty cool, I think. That, that's that pretty badass. Really, really cool. Yeah. We got Fangoria Faithful chiming in. How's it going, guys? I'm assuming, hey, Steve, Joe. you're bringing some friends over. I do what I can when I can. That's, that's my buddy. He's the guy that did the poster. You said you liked the poster? That's, that's awesome. That's the man who did it. Yeah. Wow. Man, he says his name is Joe. Joe, you did a fantastic job. I've seen you on the chat over at Steve's channel. <laughs> and uh, great guy. Jack is curious if you're going to be self-distributing. Well, no, it's it's going to be on YouTube, and we're going to only distribute through our Indiegogo campaign. So we'll have VHS, uh, Blu-rays, and DVDs available only there because we can only raise funds to to make the film. We can't actually make a profit after the film is made. Um, 
yeah so we, uh, there will there won't be it won't be on amazon or netflix or anything like that you know it won't have a theatrical the, theatrical release sorry i can't speak tonight made more water i guess <laughs> um yeah so that's that's all unfortunately that's all you'll be able to get because it is a fan film and if i actually tried to make a profit off this well you know the owners could sue me for it and I, we right. don't want that do we <laughs> No, 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 no. And we all know that. Like, is there is there any reason you went with the idea of making it a a fan film instead of like a an inspired type thing? Again, it it's it's again. I wanted to make it on its own thing, a, a totally different film for a little while. I was thinking I could make a totally different film and it not even be attached to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then when John Dugan uh, agreed, then I said, "Sure, let's right. let's." Let's make it a fan film because you know what? Fan films are actually on the rise. And another reason I kind of thought yeah, it kind of got to me, and, and this this is you know hit or miss with some people, but I didn't want the movie to look like it was a ripoff of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That like, okay, well, you know, this is obviously inspired by Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but there's a fine line between inspired and ripoff, right? So uh right. Uh, just to me, I just didn't like the sound of that, so I just uh, said, "No, it's better to just let's make it a fan film." Fan films are popular, um, and uh, I think it really works as a fan film. This the story actually really intertwines well with with the original. <clears throat> and that's well, awesome. That's awesome. I, I, actually, I really like that. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh uh, my bad. No, I just want to say, uh, yeah, the comment that you were saying about how fan films have gotten you know pretty popular lately. Um, I've been waiting because I've seen uh, like uh, Never Hike Alone, the yep. Friday the Thirteenth. That would that would impress the shit out of me. That would open my eyes. And then I was like, okay, cool. And I kept finding there's there's been a couple that I've been kind of iffy about. Whatever here, you know. There's the mm -hmm. Michael Myers versus Jason. That one was just yeah. stupid. That's why you could. It was a perfect example of why you could never have them in a movie together because it'd be boring as shit because they don't talk. <laughs> I'm glad um, we agree on that, actually. <laughs> yeah, but I was waiting. I, I was waiting for a Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan film that that lived up to it. And um, I found I found a, a fan film once, and I watched it. And it was shit. It was the worst fucking piece of shit I've ever seen. They didn't even try. And then I saw your trailers the other day, and I went, "Okay, okay, this could be the savior." So. I'm excited as shit about this because they, they they look good from the trailers and stuff, man. And uh, I I think it's going to be awesome. <laughs> well, thanks. Right. There is one other fan film uh, for Texas Chainsaw Massacre that I actually kind of kind of liked. It's about a 25 minute long film. Uh, it's called uh, The Last Roundup Rolling Grill. I think I think I'm getting getting that name right. And I've actually met the director of that film. It's actually not too bad. Um, but a lot of the other ones on YouTube, it's, there's no production value at all. It's bad, you know, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, there's one other that has production value, but it's but the story is just ridiculous. But you know, <laughs> speaking of having a uh, having a uh, other iconic horror villains show up, it just around. it had this ending where Jason Voorhees showed up with. With no purpose, <laughs> and it's like Jason Voorhees is just there out of thin air, and you know, and and him and Leatherface don't even quite get to fight. Like it cuts before they actually end up fighting, you know. So it was kind of like just a tease. What a, what a what a cop out ending, you know. <laughs> but, right. uh, 
But hey, yeah. you know what? That that fan film's got some hits on YouTube, and you know. <laughs> so I guess people do like the idea of of seeing those guys in a movie together. I'm just I don't know. For me, it's I'm, not I'm, my I think thing. they always just want to combine not, them. Not all yeah. of them work, and everybody Charity thinks that they will work. <laughs> yeah, like right. it just no, not 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 at all. Like, but. Uh, I do have to say one thing though. I think it'd be cool if somebody was to make a Jason Voorhees versus Victor Crowley. That would be fun, I think. If it was done the right way, but right, have Kane know. Hodder playing both. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, we got more comments here. We got Doctor Dread. The Saw is the family. Ron Pertiston right. here too. Hey, Ron, how's it going, buddy? Says Dog, Dog will, will Hunt. hunt. And didn't Dr. Dredd in lick my plate? <laughs> you dog dick. <laughs> oh like, I got to love our fans here. <laughs> we got Joe chiming in. Mucho appreciated having a blast helping Steve with the flick. Yeah, it's been fun for sure. I'm assuming he's talking about us talking about the uh, poster there. And Ron's saying, doesn't the mob own Texas Chainsaw Massacre? <laughs> <laughs> they did. They did the original one. Right. Uh, David's chiming in about the upcoming fan film for Child's Play called Charles. Yes, I am. Um, I'm actually going to be watching I, the I trailer for that scolded. later. <laughs> Dr. Dredd chiming in again. Chop Block TV, Horror Horse Keymaster, P- Slasher Poe on Roku and Amazon Fire shows fan films. Huh. Okay, that's cool. So oh, I, I, I didn't know that, but that, that's pretty that's cool. That's some more platforms to check out. That's for sure. Yeah. Why not? I just can't right. make any money off it, but you know, get it out to the world as as much as we can, you know. Right. Jack chimes in Charles, yes, yes. Uh Ron, Jason showing up like you do. And uh catching up to more recent <laughs> conversation here. Uh Jason and Victor basically the same character. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of why I hinted at <laughs> Jack. Uh Jay versus Victor would have been a budget of hundred K plus the for VC makeup and prosthetics. I'm just Fair saying enough. it's a fun idea. I've actually it, got a buddy. I got a buddy that actually had a really good idea about how that could work. Really? I don't remember. We're, we're it was just a good be, idea. I don't remember it. <laughs> That's fair enough. No, but, I remember some of it, but uh, yeah. Anyways, man, this all sounds really, really exciting. I can't wait to uh, show everybody the trailer for you here in a little bit. Um, yeah, man. Is there, um, is there anything else that you guys have been working on or you personally have been doing other than this too? Or is this right here like your main focus that's going on right now? As of right now, this has been my main focus. I've been, I have once in a while been trying to get back to my uh, music as well. I am a bit of a musician as well, but uh, just <laughs> haven't had the time. Uh, haven't played a gig in quite a while actually because because all the bars don't hire right now because of this whole COVID thing, and that's okay. I need. I'm with you on that. I'm with yeah. you on that, man. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're you're a bit of a musician yourself. You have a band, I guess, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. actually does the intro music and outro music. For oh, the okay, show that's on pretty there. cool. I yeah. do the intro and outro music to my show, so there you go. Awesome. It's a bit, of a, bit of a heavy uh, heavy riff there in my. In my, in my it, it's not bad, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gotta ask though, what do you play? What's your most, what's your main axe, bro? Mostly, I'm a rhythm guitarist, mostly. But me too. That, rhythm guitar, no, bass, and drums. There you and go. Vocals. <laughs> and vocals. Yeah, me too. Right. Uh, we got uh, uh, Ron. Harder it is though to play it. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll try at least. <laughs> we got yeah. Ron chiming in again. Adam Green wasn't allowed to make a Friday the Thirteenth film, so he got Kane and made his own. 
It's just not as good. <laughs> I love the hatchet movies. All right. I love and then movies. he's curious. What kind of COVID restrictions are you guys having to take on set? Oh, it, in Canada, not so in, much. I mean, we have to wear a mask. We have to have sanitizer, uh, stuff like that. Uh, but when we went, when we shot in Texas, it's way more strict. I guess it's being lifted now. I guess a lot of these restrictions are being lifted, but uh, the big, the, the yeah. expensive thing is you have to have a COVID compliance officer on set, making taking temperatures and you know making sure that all the food is in separate. It's it's a it's a big pain. It is a right. big pain, but you have to do I'm it. I'm sure it's a nice chunk, oh. like cost of money there too for it. Sometimes you got to bleed for rock and roll. Right. Yeah. There's, no, there's no such thing as free, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> we got my baby sister saying hi, Justin. Hey, Joanna. And uh, we got Jack, Ron, Adam Green is life. Uh, I, I am going to agree with Ron. I like, I, like, I, like, <laughs> I like Adam Green. I like Adam Green. Uh, that's another episode. He, he, has, he has a couple of things that I like. I'm not going to argue that, but. There, there's Hard a lot that I dislike as well, but it, it just is what it is. What can you do? But we're not yeah. here to talk about that anyway. We right, have a yeah, different no, movie we're, we're, we're going to be talking topic. about. It never actually, happens, ever. This, um, of course, on the show, we, we love to have our guests pick our movies. You know, it, what's more fun than being like, hey, we, we do bad movie reviews. Why don't you pick a movie that you think like might not have the best ratings and uh, we'll rock it out on the show. And Steve, you chose the 1990 classic Blood Salvage. Can yes, you tell I us did. why you wanted us <laughs> to watch this movie? <laughs> um, you know, this was this was one of the first B horror movies I ever watched when I was a kid. So, I mean, in, when you said bad movies, B horror movies, this one just it's the first movie that came to mind. I've seen lots of bad B movies like, you know, Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 was one I saw fairly recently, but I had to go back to this one because uh, it was one I forgot about for a long time. We, I saw it pretty much when it came out, I think, when I was about 10 or 11 years old. And my, my older brother was just, he loved it. He made us watch it on, on Viewer's Choice on our, on our satellite TV quite a number of times. And I was like, this is kind of a weird movie. You know, he was like, no, oh, this is awesome. This is an awesome movie. So, I mean, eventually it kind of grew on me, I guess, but you know, going back and rewatching it, it's a weird movie for sure. <laughs> but you know, in a good way though, I think it's kind of weird in a good way. Right. I, I think we've all done our first ever B movies ever already on this show because Chuck, he did um, for his first ever B movie that he said that he was hooked on was Sorority Girls and the Creature from Hell. Oh. And um, my first horror B movie was uh, Pinocchio's Revenge. So, oh, no, I, Revenge. I have not seen that one. Oh. <laughs> I have to check that out. You're in for a treat. There you go. Well, we'll we'll talk after the show. <laughs> share the link. It's all, share the link. I'll check it out for sure. Well, it's a lot more than that. Trust me. We'll talk after the show. Um, we got more uh, people chiming in real quick here. <laughs> Doctor Dread Hatchet's all right. Jack <laughs> Victor Carly sucked dick. Um, and then we got Man, Doc chiming in saying, "What is your favorite chainsaw movie?" I. I, I'm gonna have to agree. I'm kind of curious on this too. Before we get into uh, Blood Salvage, so we're my favorite chainsaw movie. The yeah, original. yeah, the to original. Me, to me, it's the only one. But yeah, <laughs> to me, it's the, the only, only one. one. 
Uh, not I, I had a lot of fun ones, with but, the sequels. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's oh, I, I, fun I, I, to be had, but uh, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, the, for me, the original it was was the most realistic. It uh, it really gave you a sense of of actual dread. I don't know. It's uh, I didn't get that from. I really had high hopes for the remake when it came out. I I felt like it was gonna do it justice and fell a little bit flat for me. I've always been a little bit hard on the remake be- because I feel like it really set it up in the beginning of that film. It set up like it was going to be even more disturbing and, and gruesome than the original. And I really didn't feel like it, it, it hit that mark for me. But <laughs> I, I, I like that one actually a lot. The, the funny thing about that like, one. I don't, you know, I don't hate it, but it's, uh, it's just. But the uh, weird thing. The weird thing about it, though, is, is if I remember correctly, the guy that, that made it was like an advocate for like, like dumbing down the violence in movies. Oh, was he really? I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, he was like a big advocate for like killing the gore pretty much. And I was like, uh. So I went into it like in the theater, kind of like, wait a minute, this is going to, my, my favorite fa- franchise is being fucked with right here. <laughs> and I actually, I actually enjoyed it. But yeah, I was actually hoping for a little bit more of a splatter feel. But you know, whatever. I agree with you on. on yeah, you've got a, a great, great opinions. Right. <laughs> Doctor Judd says I, I like them. They're solid movies. I'm assuming he likes all of them. I am not sure how to pronounce the name Kalien, but uh, Pinocchio's Revenge is a classic. I yes, it is. <laughs> it's it's um it's not for everybody, unfortunately. Ron says my first B movie was Alien Prey. It was something. <laughs> I watched it as a double feature with Evil Dead 2. Gee, I wonder what I like better. I'm going to go ahead and assume it was probably Alien Prey. There you go. <laughs> and then he says the original was inspired by the Wisconsin's own Ed Gein. Yep. Uh, yes, doing us Wisconsin folk proud. <laughs> right. Yes, uh, very, very much so. That's for sure. Oh man, people are fucking chiming in so much. So, anyways, we're gonna go ahead and get into this movie. Stop. Hey, real quick, real quick. quick can I, yeah, yeah. Real go quick, ahead. real quick. I'm gonna ask one more question, real quick. All right, because I'm with you. <laughs> I told you I'm a huge Texas Chainsaw fan, man. So, like, when I meet somebody else, it's like hardcore into it. Like, you know. Uh, all right, I'm with you on that. The original is the original. That one stands alone. Now, when it comes to the sequels, which one would you say is like your favorite out of all those? Would re- the remake be included, or just the, uh, the any, uh, any of them? Any of them? Anyway, like, probably, probably the remake because it gets closer than it gets closer to the feel than anything else. Okay. Um, yeah, because uh, yeah, there's certain there's a lot more elements to the remake that I like than dislike. I yeah. guess you could say that's the that's the best. I mean, Arlie Ermy is was perfect in that. Uh, oh yeah, you know I want to yeah. like the beginning a lot more, but Arlie Ermey's character was more goofy in that one. You know, there's there's too many I agree off the wall goofy kind of moments. Uh, I don't like the fact that they they took away all the uh, cannibalism themes in the remake, but then the pre- then the prequel came and they it was everywhere. It was just not subtle enough, um, so there was no balance there. And I'm okay with them taking away the cannibalistic elements, but then do something else to replace that disturbing element that you got from the original. I didn't. I felt like they didn't do that. I needed. I needed something to disturb me. What? Why is? It, what is? Dis, what's going to disturb me in this movie? You know. So you can't take the cannibal. To me, you can't take the cannibal away from the text chance on that. Yeah. At all. 
Yeah, so I, like, I know what you mean there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a cannibal fan. <laughs> well, cannibalism is part of our film for sure. It is a little more more Good. subtle though. I keep it subtle, but uh, but as long as it's known, we've added something else though with this whole Sawyer family to increase that disturbing level. I think I think you guys are gonna okay. like what we've added again. More no than cannibalism, it, <laughs> yeah, but it's subtle. I keep it very subtle. I don't want it. I don't want a lot of exposition saying, "Hey, we're gonna do this," and this is what's so gruesome about the film. I want you to. I want the viewer to actually uh, think about it for a bit before before they uh, realize. Oh, that I think that means that sort of thing. You know, I the old story it. of show don't tell. My show fingers are crossed for necrophilia. I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then then. guess what? I got some movies coming up that you're gonna love, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can't believe I said that. I won't say that. yes and I won't say no. Okay, cool. I'm sure it's going to be awesome regardless. That's fair. That's fair. Do you like Italian movies, Chuck? Because I know one that's super <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I love Italian movies. You can't even Oh, Fulci. God. Oh, this, yeah, you, you say that now. So, anyways, we are doing 1990s Blood Salvage, which was written and directed by um, Tucker Johnston. And uh, Don Simmons also helped write it. And Oh, the weird thing I noticed is that they both worked only on two projects ever, and they yeah. did it together, which was this movie and Secret Games 3. Secret weird. 94. Oh, you, you're, you're familiar with it? Sort of. Uh, <laughs> have I seen it all the way through? Don't think so. Uh, but, you know, no. it, so, I mean, let's look at it this way. These... I, these two movies are, are why they didn't have a huge film career. I think it's fair to say, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, and, and it, you know, it's uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, and, you would have thought they would have had a little bit more, but uh, I guess not. Right. Anyways, um, as far as the cast goes, we got Danny Nelson as Jake Pruitt, Lori Birdsong as April Evans, Christian Hessler as Hiram, Ralph Pruitt as Roy, John Saxon as Clifford. Laura White as Pat, um, and th there's many, many more people, uh, including um, probably the most famous person in this is what uh, Evander Holyfield. <laughs> uh, awesome cameo! Oh, have. John Saxon, come on! John Saxon is pretty famous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he is, but I don't know. I I, I really appreciated Evander Holyfield's like the yeah, that, that, cameo that, kinda, that he had in it. That threw me off. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess um, I'll go ahead and give a small walkthrough on this movie. So this movie kind of just opens up with a, a narration and a, kind of like a car chase going on. And through the narration, we realize that the person behind a lot of this stuff kind of looks at themselves in a religious way of like kind of like helping other people by taking from them and kind of like takes his killings in like more of a I guess a religious not really sacrificial way I get like I, I'm not really sure the way you would say that because like it's not like he's going out and like fully killing these people that we find out but mm -hmm. um, anyways from there we see him like um, he's pretty much stalking this girl um, and she she's in a wheelchair 
and um he's he's a pretty creepy old guy uh he's a tow truck driver and they end up pretty much setting them up for destruction and loosening the wheel on their vehicle and making their vehicle wreck and having to pretty much use their tow service to get them over to their house and from there one by one the family members are picked off and uh they're all just chloroformed at this point we really don't know what's going on and soon it gets down to one family member and it, it's april and um with that like the, the <laughs> this movie's kind of hard to talk about to be fair <laughs> like they um we we end up realizing that not only is this family just like taking these people but he is like harvesting their organs keeping them alive and selling them to uh, another person and it's it's a pretty (laughs) yeah yeah and not only is he doing this but like it seems like everybody who they come in contact with is also in on this too like the police are in on it things like that which by the time we realize it kind of threw me off because like there's a scene in the beginning where the cops kind of like make the one guy go away in his car and stuff when he's messing with their vehicle the first time but then they're like more buddy buddy later on like it's i don't know that really wasn't explained too well but um anyway she <laughs> she ends up be you know from being crippled um they end up doing um what does he say he performs miracles and what he ended up doing was uh he took like that spinal fluid out of her brother and, and, and pretty much, I guess that's miracle juice. I'm not sure if he's like just injecting her with like stem cell. I'm not sure what the hell that is. But um, real quick, real quick, do yeah. either of you know who Muck Sticky is? No, nope. Okay, Muck Sticky is a uh, singer, rapper. He does like funny weed stuff. He's he's big at, at uh, uh, different like weed conventions and stuff. Um, he's got some good stuff, but he's a goofy looking dude, right? And this kid, I know offense to him because he's a really nice dude, but uh, the kid in this, the brother, my first thought was, is that Muck Sticky when he was little? Go look up Muck Sticky and then look at that kid and tell me that there is not uncanny resemblance. Mug Sticky? Muck Sticky. Muck or Mug? Muck. Rise with fucking suck. Duck. (laughs) If you want to throw it in there, there's Chuck. There you yeah. go. All right, that, that's fair. Right. <laughs> I'll see if I can find a picture of him or whatever. He's but, good though. He's cool shit. I know you don't like rap, but he's he's got some rap and he's got some just really catchy ass like poppy weed songs. Huh. Hey, it's good stuff. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I've never heard of him. I'm not sure that's, if uh, that's crazy. Had... That's crazy. You never heard of him actually. Really? How? how yeah. is, I, I don't. I don't know if that's actually crazy. It's crazy. But, um... It's crazy. <laughs> Sure. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's it's actually not crazy. But anyways, um from there she ends up um she's kind of able to walk. Like she she's really struggling at first, but somehow within a matter of minutes she's um able to like crawl super fast and you know actually move around fairly quickly which I don't know. I guess they didn't take reality into any kind of like, oh, no. <laughs> no consideration for reality at all. Like, I got a feeling it would take years of physical therapy to go from being completely crippled to being able to just walk. Yeah. But um, 
from there, like, she pretty much starts picking off the family members, like, well, kind of picking them off. Like, Roy, she ends up talking the Roy, which was, like, Roy. the younger... Um, simple guy. <laughs> yes, simple guy. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> and... <laughs> I do, too. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And um, pretty much it tricks them into coming up there, knocks them out with the statue, and, you know, just to be able to get the keys. And then after that, you know, she's tries to get out of there and search like, like they get chased by an like an alligator like i don't know who the <laughs> fuck has an alligator and she ends up hiding in a car and then there's baby alligators in that <laughs> yeah. car and it, it, it it's just crazy like right for like wait 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 crazy Cl- clarissa explains it all she had an alligator i want to see her explain this movie <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So uh, Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. And and I don't know. One man. one of the things that kind of bothered me about this movie too is the entire time all this stuff is going on, you hear <laughs> like in the background from all the people that they're keeping alive who oh, yeah. can only speak words like when he's like when Jake is doing like his like sermons and like pretty much organ harvesting really and like kind of making them silly like amen and stuff while he's like praying and you know cutting these people apart and everything mm-hmm. but she ends up getting away and um well before getting away she ends up getting her mom who um had her eyes cut out um she went to try to save her dad but i believe what is this his heart was cut out i think it was his and liver actually his liver his, yeah well, his they had, liver. like something there it was his liver yeah, and um, as as they were running away, I'm not sure if you caught it, but like you could see her brother's head was in a jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not coming back. He's not huh? coming back. He's not. No, coming back. he's not no. coming back. Like well, we have thankfully. to come back. For, no, no, he's not coming. Back. <laughs> no, no, no. And um, well, they end up trying he to get away, asshole. and there were yeah, he was. <laughs> he, he he really was. But um, they end up getting away in their Winnebago, and then. Oh, you know what? I forgot to say. She kind of caught that one dude on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So she ends oh, up catching yeah. Jake, Jake on fire Jake. with like a, uh, it's like a mini lantern. Like it, it was a lot smaller than any lantern I've ever seen. I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever seen any of those lanterns. Like those, like. Yeah, I've seen them before. Yeah. I've never seen one that little before. I don't, I, it, yeah, I don't know. I don't either. I don't, it's just interesting. But uh, he ends up throwing it onto him, catches him on fire, and um, takes off from there with, you know, gets her mom. And then the chase pursues, and he ends up getting ran off the road. And uh, Deuce must be pretty strong. Gets out of his car and tips his car back over and goes <laughs> back out to chase her. And um, he, she ends up, like, kind of like almost playing chicken with a parked car, a, park, a parked lumber vehicle. And he ends up wrecking into that and his car explodes like every car does in the 90 when there's any kind of impact. And um, then after that, you kind of see, you know, the camera like zoom over to the back and you see her mom's like arm just like go limp. Like you see her dying. And then underneath there, you see that Jake or killer was underneath the seat and he gets up and, you know, startles her. She hits the brake. Typical 90s fashion. He flies out the window, then gets ran over. And I, I, I just like this. The whole ending is like your typical 90s movie 
bit by fucking bit. Like there's like no way around it. But like like after that, she ends up getting away. You know, all fine now and everything. Obviously by herself, driving with her dead mom, while Roy is still alive, driving his dad's uh, tow truck. Picks up his dad, takes him back, and you know talks about what saying he's a simple guy or whatever. They're gonna fix his dad back up, and uh, it, it feels like I feel like they cheated us first off because I don't believe there's a blood salvage part two, but they <laughs> set it up for a sequel. And uh, I, I don't know, did I, did I forget anything, guys? Because that, that's I, pretty much like a basic walkthrough of this movie. I gotta, I, I gotta say, you actually did not talk about one thing that caught my eye in this movie. What was and that? Bear with me on this, because I actually, because you know, I write horror stories and shit, and I was thinking of like if they would have done, because I okay, where the part where they're in the uh, the RV and everybody's gone except for the girl in the wheelchair, and oh, she's yeah, having she's shooting off. She has the shotgun and she's doing all that shit. I was thinking, I was like, man, I really, I was liking where it was going. I was kind of hoping, and I'll get more into this in a minute when I give my opinion about everything, but. I uh, I like movies that take place in one room sometimes, and I uh, think that it would have been go cool. Watch a fucking Blumhouse movie. Oh, shut up! <laughs> but like, no, because you know, like I mean, like movies like Phone Booth and shit like that, where it's just like uh, Saul, like it's in one room and they can make so much go on. I can appreciate that, um, but apparently, I'm gonna have to go and steal a bunch of shit from this and put in some of my stories, um, which I'm going to. Um, <laughs> Because, like, it's just, it's too good of an idea. Girl in the wheelchair, surrounded by these fucking maniacs, right? And she's having to, like, fend them off with a shotgun. How many shells does she have left? We don't know, but she has to make sure that she can serve. If they would have kept that up for a little while with, like, them taunting her or something, I, I, I would have, I, I, I would have been happier about that. But I'm happy about the fact that I got inspired to write a certain thing in certain shit. And they didn't do it, but that was, I think that was, that was actually a really cool scene. And I think that they would have made it go a little longer with that. Uh, that's all I was saying. You left, you didn't really talk about it much. Yeah, yeah, I, wanted, right. I, I, I wanted to mention. So, yeah, I was just doing a quick walkthrough. I completely forgot about that, but you all um, kind of missed uh, a little bit of the plot with uh, Jake's motive, I guess you could say for kidnapping the girl. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he was like, he pretty much wanted to make her his bride. Like, like I guess trying to impress her by healing her. Like I'm not 100 percent sure. Like, well, she also what, bears the, the strong the resemblance. To his wife, yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Which may also add, it's kind of weird that they had separate bedrooms. Yeah, that is kind of weird. You maybe know, he I, did similar to his uh, last wife. <laughs> I don't like, know. Hey, maybe it was a bedroom together at some point in time, and then after her death, he couldn't handle it in there. I. That's the only thing I could think of that would make sense. But anyways, I think we pretty much covered the majority of the movie. So we're going to go ahead, take a small commercial break, guys, and uh, be back with our thoughts on it. A little bit of bullshit here and there. And uh, we're going to be playing a really cool teaser, too, here soon. So stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle-related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways podcast. Give a listen, dudes. Cowabunga is this podcast for you. Greetings! We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, a bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons, I don't know, help me out here. Music, pants, quoting video games that don't have dialogues, shabibers, tasty news, unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia, butt breathers, uncomfortable nature facts, or how to install a samoplange. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidoctopus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. A problem! Hey, they might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? Retroidoctopus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar Podcast Networks with new episodes every Tentacle Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome. Everything about our food is changing. The way we cook it, the way we eat it, and the way we share it. And that's why I'm encouraging you to come and check out Pardon My Fork. Conveniently packaged in hour-long episodes and available anywhere you find your favorite podcasts and at PardonMyFork.com. We are talking to home cooks, chefs, Food Network stars, and world food champions. So cleanse your palate and come and get a heaping helping of Pardon My Fork. Hello, this is the Sasquatch, a.k.a. Bigfoot, but you can just call me Frank. And when I'm not stomping around the woods throwing rocks at hunters, I like to listen to the Paranormal Punchers podcast. That's right, Paranormal Punchers. They talk about all things paranormal, and they're hilarious. Go find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and ParanormalPunchers.com. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, a whole new season of spine-tingling pain. For the first time in Word Out of Fear, the Dark History, we're actually going to watch a erotic scene. Together, uh, just yeah, a couple uh, brothers yeah. watching porn together. Don't yeah, worry about yeah, it. Yeah, on, on air right now. <laughs> this is the biggest plot hole I saw this, by the way. How in the fuck does she take him back in town? For yeah, but you made a point him. to bump him. But no, I agree. How do you not catch this? I was drunk when I watched this. Whoa, you... So were we. Yeah. But yeah, there's just this giant fucking board right here ready to lock yeah. down. Like like it has hooks <laughs> that you latch the fucking door to lock it. She is on Mr. Skate. I'll pull a link to the show there. She's just gonna, it. As she's listed as Great Nudity, she's a red-haired girl. They say she has great natural tits. <sighs> See? You seen her at Black Hill in this episode? I like how she's exercising while eating it. And then she's in the bathroom taking a shit, reading the story, and the plates on the floor. Man, this is also the first episode where our main characters aren't just a bunch of generic white kids. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band, we destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life. What are they? Death, 
Taxes, and Trick or Treat Radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you took a shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. <laughs> it's me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Lohan. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Well, she's a great big fan person. You just hit the jackpot. This is a weird movie, huh? It had action. It had suspense. It had great characters. It had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey shorts. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The box, okay. right? The box and the monkey. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and trickortreatradio.com. And welcome back to Do Guys One Crypt. We are here, of course, with our special guest this evening, Steve Merlo. How's it going, Steve? Ah, can't complain. <laughs> right, right. So um, we went ahead and we've actually discussed this movie a little bit. So why don't we get ahead and start thinking a little bit more about what we think individually and uh, try to give it a rating between one and ten. Ten being the best. Steve, since you are our guest this <laughs> evening, why don't you go ahead and lead it off? Okay. Well, uh, again, this is a movie I saw a long time ago. Upon first watch, uh, it was like, I don't like this. This is kind of weird. <laughs> it kind of grew on me, though, after my brother made me watch it like five times. <clears throat> it grew on me. Um, then I forgot about it for the longest time. And uh, I was actually tried to find it for a very, very long time. I had, couldn't even remember the name of it. And I don't know how I actually came across it again. And I'm like, oh, that's the movie I was trying to remember. <laughs> Blood Salvage. Rewatched it. And I thought, well, there's, there's definitely a lot of issues in the film. <laughs> but at the same time, it's, this, this is definitely one of those movies that qualifies as so bad it's good a lot of stuff doesn't make a lot of sense but at the same time it's so goofy like the, the characters are so weird the music score even enhances that that weirdness and goofiness of it that, you know so i don't know <laughs> somehow there's something appealing about it even though it's it is definitely a, a bad movie it's definitely a bad movie um so if i would if i was to rate it Oh god, it's, that's tough because it's pretty bad, <laughs> you know. But there's there's a certain charm to it, though. I don't know. <laughs> it does have um, a five on IMBD. I will throw that out there. Maybe I'll give it a five. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, I'll say this though. I'll say this though. I think this movie, this movie actually has huge remake potential. There's not a lot of movies I would say that, but that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, qualifies for a good rem remake is. There's an interesting story that they could enhance, then you know, that wasn't properly done the first time around. Well, this was definitely not properly done the first time around, but there is something there. There could be an interesting uh, way to do the plot. Um, so I would be, I would definitely be, uh, I would be up for a remake for this for this film. I don't know if anybody would ever want to do a remake to this film, but uh, and it ain't going to be me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh damn it uh, no, Doc Dredd no, just uh, tied him I'll, down I think Fangoria did an article would, about it <laughs> I would love to see a remake do it though I'd like to see somebody do it it ain't gonna be me though maybe Adam Green can do it there you go mm, I don't know 
So uh, I'm sorry. You said you you'd rate it a five though. Let's let's give it a five just because it's enjoy it. It has it has some certain charm. It's so goofy and off the wall. It's a so bad it's good kind of thing. A certain <laughs> charm. <laughs> All right. Um, hey Chuck, how about you, buddy? All right. So first off, um, I had never seen this movie before. This is my first time watching it. And me and my girlfriend were both laying in bed watching this film. And right off the bat, there were so many. Not off the bat, but as the movie went on, there were so many different uh, other movies and plots that I saw in it that just, you know, even movies that came years later, I'm just like, oh, this reminds me of Wrong Turn. This reminds me of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This reminds me of uh, fucking Wolf, uh, Wolf Creek years later. You know, and there, there, there's uh, Motel Hill. Actually, my girlfriend yeah. went to the movie she really likes. Um, she got me actually watching um it has that kind of feel to it. It, it there's just there's so many different and it, even like a reanimator feel to it um like a white trash reanimator like i i, I tell you who, i'll tell you who's make who needs to make this movie i tell you who needs to make this movie rob zombie he loves white trash um like he loves that he just loves it so You're i think speaking that, for rob zombie i'm speaking he's for rob ever zombie. publicly said i love white trash I just, oh he has it without saying it <laughs> Look at his movies. Look at his. I movies. mean, well, yeah, his movies too. <laughs> right, right. I'm just like, I love how you're just speaking for Rob Zombie on this. Show. Right, yeah. Well, you know me and Rob, or no, never. Uh, my mom did try to sneak in when we went and saw Ozzy Rob Zombie. My mom tried to sneak in, in the middle of an interview with him and got completely rushed out immediately. My mom's a nosy bitch. I love her. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um. No, I actually like. I found myself. There were things about this movie that that pissed me off, um, but it was the time with certain things. Um, I'm not a fan of raping films. I, you know, like I spit on your grave and Last House on the Left and shit like that. And there was a whole rapey vibe and the whole thing with like I don't know the girls in the wheelchair and they're like totally want to take advantage of her. And also the the the. The guy in the 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 red fucking muscle car, um, that guy can kiss my ass. I, like I hated him throughout the whole movie. He reminded me, he reminded me of at least fifty people I went to school with. Okay, and like completely like I don't know how I made it through. I quit, but whatever. Um, the thing is, like I, I just I hated that guy so much. Um, but there's there's a really good like you said a good story there. Um, I didn't hate this movie. I didn't really care for certain things. I realized that certain characters have to be the story. I like fucked up stories. So therefore, like, even though I thought that the story was kind of fucked up to a fucked up level that I was like, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't write that in my shit. Or will I? <laughs> but like, I, I, I don't know. I part of me actually really liked this movie because I do like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, type films. Um and there was that <laughs> there was that whole feel to the whole thing. Um, and like I said, a, a bunch of different other like, like uh, films that, uh, and story plots mixed into one that I really enjoy. I, I'd probably give this one a six and a half because oh, the fact that generous. like I am, I am, I am generous. But the reason I do those is because like I'm watching it and one minute I'm like, I hate this. And next <laughs> minute I'm like, but I'm intrigued. 
And the next <laughs> time I'm like, you know, I could rewrite this shit and it could be actually really, really badass. Because I like the whole, I, I like the, you know, the truckers, like, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, he's really, like, twisted, fucked up in the head. And his whole, like, family, you know, the whole Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of feeling to it. Um, I dug all that. I I dig that. It, it creeps me out. Because there are people in this world that do live out in the middle of nowhere. And they do prey upon anybody that comes around. And that is true. Um Bird. It kind of goes to show you that, you know, people are shit, which is why I'm going to come to the scene when they, uh, the, uh, the tow truck guy came and John Saxon's son, the one that would end up being headless, um, was like, I want to ride in the truck with, with him. Can I ride up there with him? And John Saxon was like, well, okay. Like the mom or whatever was like, oh, he can't go on. <laughs> Fuck that. I would never put my fucking son in a, like, a, no. No, because as soon as he got in, that guy started being a fucking weirdo. Fuck that shit. <laughs> like, you know, like there's like again, there's stuff in this movie that doesn't make sense. But I think overall, it's uh, I, like I said, I've never seen it. Uh, Whitman, who I, I I do a graveyard talk with, um, I mentioned that we were doing this episode. He's like, oh, blood salvage. Oh shit, man. Yeah, I've got that on VHS. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but uh. But yeah, so I was I was kind of excited about watching it, and it was it, we've definitely done worse movies on here. Really? Um, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no there's no doubt about that. You can't lie about that. We've done some shit films on here. Uh, we've done we've some good done ones one too. Literally about shit once. Wait, that was when I was first on here. Uh, Monstered. Monstered. Which, <laughs> which, hey, I, you know, big up to Dan West because here recently. The, uh, the one and only Alice Cooper mentioned Monsterd uh, in an article, in an interview um, yes, yes. that he and did. Dan, and Dan West was on the episode with us, reviewing his own movie with us, talking about it and everything. Yeah, and it was weird because That's it awesome. was kind of like, yeah, it was cool as fuck. Because it's like, all right, here's a guy that, like, I don't know, like, it's a movie that not anybody really knows about, but when they, you know, Alice Cooper mentions it, you still kind of, oh, shit, that's cool as fuck. Like, we talked to this guy, you know, you know what I mean, though? Right, um, right. Anyway, anyways, finish your review up, dude. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I've I've really had a good time uh, bullshitting. I was really looking forward to this whole episode. So, and also, oh. Coors, baby. But um, uh, I I liked it for the most part. There were some things I didn't like. I didn't like again the times. It was kind of just whatever. But like, I I I didn't like the 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 mentally handicapped uh, aspect of certain things. But again, the times. Um, but other than that, leprechaun. that was common back then. Well, yeah, it, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So uh, six and a half. That's mine. Sorry, I, I ran on. But there was there was actually there's a lot about this movie that I actually wanted to talk about, but it would it would just run on to like a whole another like. <laughs> <couple. laughs> but I didn't hate it. I didn't. Ha I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. How many right. times did you guys catch the boom mic in the shots in this movie? I could. <sighs> I couldn't believe a couple it of times. I yeah. never noticed that when I was a kid, but now upon rewatch, I'm like, holy freaking yeah, boom. They didn't like, really like, try too hard. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned um, that because I thought I was seeing shit. I wonder, <laughs> no, what John Sax I wonder what John Saxon thought about being in this film when he was doing it. Like, I don't know. If don't anybody know. watching knows John Saxon, is John Saxon alive? He, he, died, recently. he died recently. He died actually. recently. Uh, yeah, 
Well, then ignore that. So, <laughs> anyways, before I get into Lane Camp, if you know anything about his opinion on this movie, let us know. So yeah. before I get talking about my review, I'm going to go ahead and catch us up on some of the comments. Apparently, there was a game going on in the uh, chat, and Sam won. And that's what I know. <laughs> and then they started talking Sam about won. Rob Zombie a little bit here. So um, they think uh, Rob Zombie would actually be a really good choice, is what everybody's saying. Uh, Jack says that H2 was shit, though. Um, I, I was yeah, it was. H2 was shit. Right. It was, <laughs> it was shit. Complete trash. Garbage. Garbage. Hot right. garbage. Right. Uh, Doctor Dredd says, "Has anybody trash. seen Blood Salvage?" That's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel Knight. No Budweiser. Get a real beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, anyways, um, I'll go ahead and get to uh, my review of this movie. Um, this was also my first time really going through and actually watching the entire thing. And uh, I, I had some real issues with it. The the consistent, like, once you get to the point where you actually realize what's going on in the movie, the consistent moaning in the background was driving me fucking insane. I, I cannot stress that enough. Like, it was just the whole time. It was like on a loop track, too. Like, it was the same moaning. Like, they... And you know, like you said, with the boom and everything, it, it, I don't it know. It was a Halloween was, music score, is what it was. Right, right. With like, with some like almost trying to be relig- like religious style songs near the end, too. Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> but like overall, it was still a fun watch, though. Uh, I thought the the brother's head, you know, seeing that in the bot, like the glass thing at the end, was fucking awesome. You know, there, there were like the actual effects in it were great. They, they were all practical effects, obviously, and it, yeah, it all yeah. looked pretty good for what it was. Um, when you see him burnt up at the end, that looked really, really good too. I mean, um, I, I'm I'm sorry I didn't actually check to see who actually did the uh, special effects on this, um, but I mean they. I mean, all right. So, uh, ooh, wow, makeup department. That's a big one there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Roger Borelli, Todd Cheney, Judy Wilson, Carlos, uh, something with the C. I mean, there's there's quite a few people involved with this, but I mean, wow, they that whole fucking crew there did a great fucking job on the effects. I can't stress that enough. And this movie's worth watching alone just for just looking at that. Um, Should have been a franchise. Yeah, I'm going to agree, though, with you, Steve, that I really think that this is something that should be remade. Um, I would say remade in like a serious horror way. This could actually be really fucking scary. And I would like to see somebody like Stephen Kostansky go and do it. Mm, I, 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 you know, like I'm a big fan of his work. And if anybody can pull off modern day practical effects, he's got the crew. As long as Jordan Peele doesn't do it, I'm fine. (laughs) That's fair. I I think overall, though, I'm going to have to go and give this like a, uh, I'm going to go like right in between you guys, like a five and a half. It's a fun watch. Um, but there are a lot of flaws with it. Oh That's yeah, <laughs> there's oh, always yeah. flaws. There's it, always flaws. Yeah. Right, but there right. is something fun about it. But I, I don't know. It's uh, even on rewatch now. It's like eh, it's not. It's it, it does lose its charm. I think it was fun by the you know when I was a kid, 
and finally right. getting into it. And, but, you know, watching it as an adult, I find it's not quite as fun. Uh, like, I wanted <laughs> it to be funnier than it was. I actually want some of the humor to land. None of the humor was really landing. It was just goofy. Does yeah, that man. make any sense? Like, I, I was, like, wanting... Yeah, yeah. There should have been some moments. If you're making a horror comedy, give me some moments where I'm going to actually laugh hysterically. Um, but nothing but trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true, though. That, yeah. That was yeah. a great horror comedy. Thank like, you. I agree. <laughs> that was well executed, that horror. That's that's a real horror, co horror comedy, in my opinion. Um, mm. I like this fucking yeah. guy. I like him. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh anyways that's all that's pretty much our conversation on blood salvage so we'll close the book on that one and uh there steve thank you for making us watch that movie man it was <laughs> no definitely no, i appreciate choice. the fuck out of it no i got i gotta say though i gotta say it, it's it's because I, I, I have to because i i'm a slasher guy give me a slasher films and shit and when I was told this blood salvage my my thought was okay where's this gonna go because i didn't look up what it was about or anything and I just, it's called blood salvage. And I like, you know, with what we talked about, there's some issues and all this or whatever. It's not a bad movie. And I really do wish there was a franchise. And I really do wish that somebody would come out and, and do something cool like this. I, I really the do. story behind it is yeah. it's fucking solid. Too yeah, bad dude. the story behind their other movie wasn't good enough to keep them in the business. <laughs> One other thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say real quick. Um, it also reminded me of the serial killer from Canada. Um, I think his <laughs> name was Rob. Thank you. Yes. It reminded me of that. My neck of the woods. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I mean, it's it's, it's not, but it, it is. Like, I'm fucked up. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a fucked up good. person. But yeah, I'm, I, but the, yeah, I, that, that's one that, that, that came to mind. So I'm glad that I'm not the only person that saw that anyway i'll show the fuck up now you do <laughs> you, you're, you're fine buddy you're fine so anyways that that concludes our discussion on blood salvage so one of the things we actually want to talk to you a little bit more about is um your movie and obviously we will start this off by uh actually showing everybody your uh, little teaser trailer that you made for this so everybody here is the teaser for the sawyer massacre hell yeah is this really the place? Come on, Jimmy, it'll be fun! Something's off here. That's awesome. I, I love it. 
And uh, just just so everybody knows, I posted it in all the chat. So everybody, please go check out his Indiegogo. Support this. And um, I wouldn't be asking anybody to do something I wouldn't do myself. I've I've done some myself. So I mean, everybody, just go check it out. Um, you know, check out the teaser. You know, he has donations pretty low. Anybody can afford to donate a little bit and be part of this and help make this you know something that could really be great. But yep. um, anyway, Steve, dude man can you tell us about this trailer a little bit sure i mean uh i spoke about it on my show the other other night i broke down all the shots uh some of those shots date all the way back to 2013 <laughs> some of them do uh, and 2014 a good portion of them as well but uh, most of it most of it was shot fairly recently the majority of the shots were shot uh back in january in in austin texas and early February here in Western Canada, uh, we got some new shots. And we we reused some of the shots that we had in our previous uh, Sawyer Massacre teaser trailer um, that we had shot back in 2019. And yeah, so that's there's a mix of shots. Uh, it, the old shots came from a, a fan film, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan film I made when I was first getting into film. <laughs> And I wasn't very good. Uh, maybe somebody's posted that old fan film online somewhere. Uh, it's, it's called First Daniel Barbecue. I don't know if you can find that anywhere. It, it's really quite bad. It was, I, I had no idea what I was doing at the time. <laughs> and uh, But it was fun. And you know what? I found some of that old footage. And it, uh, some of it, the shots, there were some cool shots. We actually had some really cool shots. So I was like, let's use them. <laughs> <laughs> let's use some of these for this and uh, it worked out quite well actually i think it's you probably can't even tell which you know just from looking at it which ones are from like 2014 and which ones were shot recently and some no, shots are shot on a 4k great. camera some shots are shot on a on a 1080p canon you know <clears throat> slr oh but wow we, we we made them balance you know it was you know i work with a my one of my producers that's uh, one of the production companies on on specializes in a lot of editing and color and color grading and stuff like that and uh, he he took that uh, the trailer and made all the the images look pretty much so that they matched anyways yeah so it was, it did, did a very good job yeah, I, mean, I, did, it, I did all the sound to it. I did uh, so all the music and the uh, the sound editing and design. Uh, it, it really gives that real vibe of the original Texas Chainsaw. I think you really fucking hit it dead on. Oh, completely. That yeah, was yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's I, what I was going to say. <laughs> you succeeded. And look, uh, by the comments that I was showing on the screen and everything, um, I mean, people agree. Like everybody really likes it. So hopefully they really go and check out what you're doing with the Indiegogo and everything on there. And um, yeah. before anybody asks anything else or we say anything else, um, check out the bottom of the bar here on their screen. What's scrolling around is all the links for Steve. So you can get his Instagram, his Facebook, his YouTube. Everything is on there. So please check out what he has going on. Follow him too. So uh, the, yeah, the trailer, ahead, I, I just want to say the trailer, man, is like everything that I want to see in a Texas Chainsaw Massacre related film. So, hell yeah, man. It makes me excited. I I, I want to see this shit. So, so let me ask Cheers you guys. You, a, let me ask you guys a question. 
Where is John Dugan's voice over his grandpa in that trailer? You, can you guys tell? Some people can't figure that out for some reason. <laughs> I don't can't think I could timestamp it. It's it's uh it's near the end there, isn't it? Like not like all the way at the end, but like right before the end of it. That's the voice there, right? What I'm did you like, say? <laughs> I don't know the exact words. It's so was that not was that him not narrating at the beginning of the thing, like when you first heard like a narration? In the in the first uh, teaser, not this teaser, but the first one that we released, there was a narration. This yeah. one didn't have a narration, uh, no. but no, that was a different uh, that was a different voice actor. That oh, okay. I thought, was, I thought it was my bad. I thought there was no narration. I guess it was just a voice from the from the film or whatever over the scene no i think it's the one near the end like i i can't really show you without actually playing it and being like oh right there you know what i mean but i know i'm pretty sure i'm right um after the show i'll I'll actually do that with you i just don't want to bore the audience with me (laughs) (laughs) but i think i know it and uh i will throw in the comments after the show if i was right or wrong just so people know (laughs) But uh, anyways, man, I think this this teaser looks incredible. Like I, I'm yeah. very excited to see what you have coming on with this. And um, when is the Indiegogo actually ending? Uh, end of April. It's a 60 day campaign. I think we got 55 or 56 days left. Yeah, uh, have to double check that. But yeah, so lots of time. It just started. Um, we ha- there were some issues with Indiegogo today. One of the potential backers was emailing me saying, "Hey, they're n- they're not accepting my payments. I don't know what's going on with that." Hopefully, and Ind- Indiegogo hasn't gotten back to me at all. So, hopefully, nobody's been trying to uh, to uh, back the campaign and having issues. Uh, if so, just let me know, and uh, I'll keep emailing Indiegogo, and hopefully, somebody from their technical support will get back to me and figure that out right. but uh, yeah hopefully i know i didn't have any problems myself when i was doing yeah, it just that, happened but... today just today i oh. got this this message and he showed me the he even showed me the uh message he got back from indiegogo and i was like that sounds like technical oh. support on indiegogo's end but i don't know for sure i don't well, <laughs> I hopefully they get that fixed up and everything I hope so. no. they haven't got back to me though that's the thing i don't like <laughs> oh yeah that that's scary now um I, I I kind of already know the answer to this a little bit because I, I do watch what you have going on with your YouTube channel as well and everything. But, um, you know, so feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but this movie is pretty much going to get made either way with the funding, right? Yeah, because uh, we have pre-funded uh, a, good, a, dec- a decent enough portion to film it in Canada. Uh, not that we have like millions of dollars or anything like that, but uh, we don't have a ton of funds. But uh, with the resources I have in Canada, I can make the film here uh, at, at its minimum standards anyways. Um, but again, do you guys want minimum standards or do you guys want big standards? No, you know? no, 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 no. We, we want to we see, <laughs> see you bring this over here. And take it down. I like, wanna bring I'm it not down. in Texas, so I can't really say here. I'm in Ohio, but I'm in Kentucky. <laughs> but we, we, you know we, we would love to see you bring it down to texas where you know the you know the texas chainsaw massacre you know what i mean so uh, like man we're, we're i know me myself i can't really speak for chuck here even though he likes to speak for other people i, I will <laughs> say that you know i i, I really want to see this get made man and i want to see what you can do with like a full fucking budget just seeing what this teaser did and i'm not sure you know you like you said you use a lot of footage that you already had for it it, it 
Paramount. It, it's it's awesome. Like you did an awesome job with it. There's I I don't see any problems with it whatsoever. And thinking of what you could do with an actual real budget there would be fantastic. I'm excited for you, man. I really, really oh, hope thanks. this gets funded all the way. Oh, I'm yeah, definitely rooting for you myself. Well, you know, we've we've got high hopes and uh, we got some awesome perks on the campaign. You know, uh, I've had a few people talk to me saying they're interested in being killed in the film. That's on the campaign. It's a pretty reasonable price, I feel. Um, so yeah, just uh, feel just check it out. And if you don't want to be killed in the film, you could actually kill in the film as Leatherface. So if you got a bigger body type and you think you can play Leatherface, well, we've got that perk for you as well. So a lot, of, and that's some of the, that's just some of the popular ones. The screen used Leatherface masks are also that's pretty kind badass. Of, that's awesome. Pretty cool too. One of those have gone, but we've we've only got four of them total. So uh, I'm already talking to my make my uh, my uh, special effects makeup ladies, seeing if we could probably get more. But again, we only have four in the film. Well, only four, only four <laughs> leather face masks. You know how many leather face masks does he wear in all the other films? Not that many, I don't think. But uh, I'm but at least yeah, two, yeah. at least two in every film. I, I, I think. Yeah. Two, yeah. Dude, there's minimum usually two. two. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You, you got somebody already trying out here. I got a bigger body <laughs> there, there you go. You could be Leatherface. You know. <laughs> Even I, maybe like I'm about six two and about two twenties, so I could probably even do it. But you know, let you guys have it. <laughs> that, that, that's actually really really cool, and it's. It's something that's not really a difficult thing to play. You would like you, you're not going to go there and be like, "Well, I got like 50 lines today." <laughs> oh, you got one shot. You might have to hold a chainsaw doing it. That could that could be, you know, some people don't know how to handle, uh, especially an old chainsaw like we're 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 getting for this. The the chainsaw you see in the teaser, that's not the one we're actually going to be using for the film. We're looking at an old uh, 1950s David Bradley uh, chainsaw, a 360 uh, David Bradley chainsaw. I've used that in some of our promo stuff. You so you might see uh, if you look at some of the, the promo art that I've done. I put that uh, that old old school chainsaw, and it looks really cool. Uh, the reason I'm I'm putting that chainsaw, and by the way, just just so all the hardcore chainsaw fans don't get on my case and say, <laughs> why aren't you using the Poulon from the original? Well, our film actually predates the original uh, by about seven or eight years, and that chainsaw didn't exist in that time. So, for continuity reasons, I feel it's I feel it's necessary to to go back and find an even older one, uh, just just because of that. I know some people think nice. continuity, who, who the hell cares, but uh, but you know, I, I kind of care about continuity, so. It's one of, I one appreciate of, that. I appreciate yeah, that. I, I, I love the appreciation and the attention to the details there. And plus, that David Bradley j- chainsaw just looks badass, in my it, opinion. It, it looks really pretty and gruesome. And yeah, I, I, you're going to leave the chain on it, right? Well, for some stuff, <laughs> whenever, it has to, whenever it has to cut through something, yeah, we have to have the chain on. I think you just uh, need but, to have you know, the proper same. paperwork signed and just go with it. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, oh, we're going to get the I'll special have effects artist insurance, a day off. That'll cover it, right? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be making your own movie and history at the same time. <laughs> but you know, Oh, man. Anyways, dude, I, I'm really excited to see where it's going to go with it, dude. I, I'm, oh, yeah. 
I, I, I'm very happy with everything that you have going on with it too. And I, I wish you the best of luck with everything, dude. Really? We really do. Well, thanks um, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Do you have anything that you would like to share before we go ahead and start to wrap up the show? Um, no, I think that's, I mean, I've covered all the, the basics. I think, you know, we've got our Indiegogo campaign till the end of April. Uh, really cool teaser with John Dugan in it. Uh, original grandpa. First time he's ever spoken dialogue as grandpa. Um, yeah. Follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, go check out my YouTube channel. I do a weekly live stream on there, uh, called Merlo's movie massacre. It's a lot of fun. We, dissect different horror themes so it's 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 a lot of fun i don't do movie reviews or anything like that on my channel i tried that once and it, it wasn't for me <laughs> it no, really was i i really did like what you did with the uh ranking of your uh halloween movies oh you like that one yeah okay. yeah that was a fun I, one I do, ra- I do like to do rankings every every now and again those seem to to be a little they seem to be popular amongst my viewers so i do like to do do rankings once in a while but you know it's not always ranking sometimes i just talk about specific films i try to i actually try to focus a lot on texas chainsaw massacre material i want to actually be giving news on the upcoming texas chainsaw massacre film that's supposedly being released this year do you you guys know anything about that i've heard (laughs) heard a little bit but not much though nothing like important about it at least yeah i update on it when i can but i mean the last bit of news that we had on it was that uh they cast sally hardesty and apparently two people are playing sally hardesty in that movie now okay. i don't know i don't know what to say about that it's i, I mean i touched on yeah, it I, I, yeah i was gonna say I, I think that's where i heard about it was your channel to begin with there you um, go. I, I didn't care for leatherface <laughs> recently so i don't know how i'm gonna feel about this. oh yeah yeah i don't know and they're shooting in bulgaria again too so Oh boy, I don't, oh, I don't get it. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, but um, you know, yeah, they do have two of them, don't they? Yeah, yeah they do. Oh, well, wow. I think some, I actually think somebody screwed up. Is my is what I think because the the Probably. both those actors look totally different. Those actresses look totally different from each other, and there's no way they yeah. can. Yeah. So like the first girl, hey, the first lady Alice oh. Krieg was listed first. So just so I can let everybody know this, she was listed as Sally first, Alice Krieg, who's a great actress, by the way. She's actually quite a, if you don't know who Alice Krieg is, actually quite good. Uh, and and the other lady was actually listed as Mother Sawyer. Originally was Mother mm. Sawyer. And then about a week, two weeks ago, I think it was about two weeks ago now, they changed it from Mother Sawyer to Sally, to Sally Hardesty. Uh, so now we've got two. My thinking is that somebody fucked up and put the wrong person as Sally Hardesty, and they're trying to trying to quietly do it because they're oh, it's weird. bad. Bad. Guys, give me two seconds. I gotta go real quick. I'll be real quick. Real back. <laughs> Sorry. Gotta go. Professional. I mean, Professional. <laughs> Can't hold it. You know. <laughs> so um, yeah, literally all the news movie that's for sure they haven't even li- t- said who leather who's playing leatherface don't know when it's gonna yeah, there's a lot of people attached to this no yeah, it's uh yeah, that's very truck. interesting and you're you're right like uh i think her name is old owen Fowler. I, I cannot pronounce that name but yeah she oh. wow 
that that's very different that's for sure well <laughs> but um man dude i i like i said though i i really appreciate you coming on dude it, it's it's definitely been a blast for sure um and uh anytime you ever want to come back on promote this a little bit more or anything feel sure. free to for sure, sure dude. maybe towards and, the end of the campaign or something Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, man. We we would love to have you on and you know hear a little bit more about what's going on for sure. Especially with some of those perks you have going on. Like it was pretty badass some of the things that you have there. Like yeah, we have so many. And I mean, I overdid it a bit with the perks this time actually, but you know, I I think they start off at like two dollars. Yeah, that's that's pretty two dollars Canadian too. So it's like a buck fifty in in America. No, it still charges you two bucks here. Oh, is it really? Okay. Yeah, oh, but really, yeah, but once you get up to like the other ones, it goes down a little bit. It was just that one I noticed, but yeah. it, it doesn't really matter or whatever. But like, it, it's just it, it's something where you know, like, I don't know. I, I I like it when you know a lot of like a lot of the other people who do their Indiegogos, they don't really do it in this manner. They'll make it where you know, like the first one started off at like twenty or you know go up from there. Which I I understand <laughs> the point of that, but doing it the way you're doing it is like really giving everybody a chance to be like hey i contributed to this project too and i I really think that's a really cool thing that you're allowing like a whole new group of people to be able to contribute to something that normally wouldn't be able to yeah well that's uh, yeah that's that's that was my thinking is that i want everybody to uh have a chance of uh contributing and and actually getting to be part of the film in some sort of way uh, before the, our, our last campaign, our cheapest was the five dollar perk, and I thought that was pretty, pretty cheap as well. But uh, you know, I thought, hey, let's do something even cheaper. I know times are tough for some people with this whole COVID and stuff like that. So, two bucks, you get a social media shout out on all of our social media. Uh, I think that's pretty cool. Right, and um, I guess before we go ahead and uh, let you go, I'll catch up on some of these comments. Doctor Dresses, thanks, guys. This was fun. Keep it scary. And David's chiming in saying the Sawyer Massacre is something that would have made Toby Hooper proud. I think uh, so. I yeah, so. I, I really think with the way that's looking just from the teaser alone, it's it, it, it's awesome. Well, let's see scary. Let me see. Go shirtless. <laughs> oh, man. You got to love this. And then Sam's also saying <laughs> David's Google. Which is uh, fairly accurate. <laughs> but uh, anyways, man, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm going to go ahead and drop you down below. Feel free to stay there if you want to, and uh, I'll give you my opinion on where I thought that was. So, uh, all, right. all right, man. So thank you once again, everybody. Please go Thanks check out me. Steve. Yes, yes, dude. You're very welcome. And like I said, you're welcome anytime. Awesome. Thank you, man. Okay. <laughs> all right. Goodbye, man. So... That was fun. Blood Salvage, dude. Uh, another good movie down. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Um, right. Did you did you go through the comments or anything with the, the, the IMBD shit? No, you know what? I forgot to. Eh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, uh, I did. Did I yeah. just like completely space out? Or <laughs> No. Well, usually when I talk to people and they ask about the show, I'm like, it's usually about an hour, hour and a half. So I, I try to keep it there. And sometimes, you know, I have to take a little bit out because we get too deep in other conversation. And I don't like to take up too much of anybody's time. So, you know, it's I got just you. one. 
you know, I just I know when it's about time to start getting everything ready for everybody. Right. right, right. <laughs> so man, this is definitely a fun episode, though. Yeah, dude, Blood Salvage. Is, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna probably rewatch this one. To be honest with me you. too. Me too. <laughs> I, I we need to do more slashers. Yeah, like uh, more slashers. I, 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 I was watching, I was looking up some movies the other day on uh, Tubi, I think, or is it Tubi or Pluto? It might have been Pluto. And they've got a bunch of movies we need to review. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm, I'm really feeling another Ernest movie soon. <laughs> like, <Are> my... <laughs> okay. What okay. can I say? I'm a fucking Jim Varney junkie. I, I'm pretty sure Jim Varney was friends with my family. So, That's yeah, I, I understand. Fair. I understand. But, anyways, before we go, <laughs> we do have to announce something that we're going to start doing. So, we probably won't be doing it this week, like at least, you know, today, right after the show. But, you know, coming up on the future, we are going to be doing this. So, we're going to go ahead and start sharing it out now. So, yeah. um, the new Dead by Daylight mobile game is getting pretty popular around. It's and, badass. Yeah, and yeah. And a lot of us are enjoying it and everything. So we are throwing us out there. So there is my username as well as Chuck's username. So everyone can feel free to add us. And um, not next week, but the week after, we will start playing games with everybody who's um, who wants to add us and actually be part of some of the games on there and uh, try not to get our asses killed. <laughs> yeah man i think it's gonna be I, it's a great idea it's it, it's it was a whim when i started like playing the game and it ended up being a lot more fun than i was thinking it was gonna be and uh yeah dude i'm really glad that you and ron for tea uh right, rod's already yeah. like, you know, a little dead by daylight <laughs> he's already yeah, down <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Shit. Yeah, maybe here in a little bit rod you know give give us a little bit but uh we got Sam saying Ernest scared stupid. We already did that one, but thinking of that, Ernest goes to jail. Really? Ernest I, goes to jail. I like that's the evil Ernest. That, that that's the next Ernest you're gonna go with. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna say oh. Ernest rides again. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, anyways, do you have anything you want to go ahead and add before we get the fuck out of here? Um, yeah. Uh, my band Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat. Um, please feel free to check us out. You can find our videos and stuff on YouTube as well as our Facebook page. Um, you can find our releases on Bandcamp and Spotify and all those kind of places. Um, see, oh, uh, also check out my other podcast that I do. It's an audio podcast called Nasty Nation, and there's also uh, uh, Graveyard Talk with my buddy Whitman. Um, but also check out Whitman Photography on Facebook. Uh, killer photos, literally. Uh, well, not really dead they people, people, but you give us yeah, walk around. It's literally like, pictures. Motherfuckers. It's some cool pictures. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, check us out on our Facebook pages and uh, on Spotify and all that stuff. And those are Indie Brigade, Romero Pictures, Indie Brigade uh, affiliated shows. Uh, so check out everything with uh, Andy Brigade as well. Very, very cool, man. So I guess uh, I don't really have too much to share. Uh, check me out every other week and every other week. Other than that, doing the other show right here. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with that being said, the crypt is closed.
Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.